Ground ball to shortstop. The throw is to second. And again, the ball sails past LaGrange into right field. This is the hot corner. The runners will score, and a cascade of boos rain down from the stands as clearly the fans' sympathy for this scrappy little no-arm man has run out. With Patrick Harris. Now, granted, the throw was a little wide, but you got to believe that a two-arm player would have made the catch. In fact, a one-arm player would have at least had a shot at it, which calls to mind the question once again, why, with all the two-armed youngsters waiting in the minor leagues, does this team stick with an armless second baseman? On 1080. And he hasn't had a hit in ever. In ever, Jerry. In ever. The Fan. Welcome into the hot corner for it must be a Wednesday, but it's always a Wednesday around here, baby. The Hot Corner is here. We are live every single Wednesday. Normally during duck season, we are live from 8 to 10, but they got to buy. There's no coaches show this weekend, so I apologize to any of you duck fans out there uh, looking for that. But why don't you hang around with us for a little bit of baseball as it is postseason. This is the best part of sports, in my opinion. Joe Fisher on the ones and twos, as always. And we continue to rotate guests here. You guys are going to probably start getting familiar with the people we're going to keep bringing in just for a little funsies. If you remember Dusty and Friends. We're kind of going to do a little P. Harrison friends. We are joined by Will Ordner today. Yes, sir. Thank Hello, you for sir. having me back. Welcome in. Not a problem. You are you are a solid human being. I like you as a person, oh. so you could suck at this, and I will still <laughs> ask you back. I appreciate that. I enjoy doing it. It's a ton of fun. Well, good. I promise that I am not going to do anything today and ask you about your eating habits. I, I'm losing weight. You can ask me all about my eating habits. I know, but everybody wants to talk about the time you got kicked out of Applebee's. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I'm, I'm my over that. T-Bell order, yeah, my, I'm, the cost. I'm, I'm, I'm over that, dude. I'm 5'6". <laughs> I have a small appetite. <laughs> Listening to giant people eat food is not my kind of thing. <laughs> that really has kind of become my radio uh, forte, hasn't it? Just what kind of weird things will Will put in his mouth and eat? I think it's O-lineman life. <laughs> That's what I think it is. Uh, and by the way, do we just have our uh, first ever will drop right there no i um i had a unfortunate mishap with keon johnson and seeing a lot of him playing <laughs> ah okay yes. all right so yeah. uh, all right i'll uh see if i can uh, snag a good uh, second drop for you there uh yeah uh, yeah i mean any any drops joe like you run the show dude you do what you want <laughs> uh well welcome uh this is uh, i always find october to be some of my favorite time in sports college football is really ramped up nfl you're starting to really see who's playing who's not playing nba preseason underway but this is the hot corner baby we're in playoff baseball it's fantastic i am so excited to finally actually understand what it's like to be in playoff baseball oh yeah yeah well because guess what in 2001 <clears throat> i was like three i don't remember <laughs> it i had no idea what was going on so it's cool to actually be like hey my team is in the playoffs and i care yeah even though they broke my heart yeah and so we 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 got a ton to get to and we'll get we'll get to a lot of that but this is great. The, the only thing that always drives me nuts is wild card and, I mean, even even wild card pre-best uh, of three when it was just game 163 and even before that. They they always do this to us. We're like, I understand that baseball is normally played a lot of times at 1 o'clock. I mean, Wrigley didn't play under lights until, like, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I understand mm-hmm. day baseball is a big thing. However, some of us have jobs And so, like, yesterday for the Mariner game, my buddies are texting me, and they're like, amazing start. Gilbert looks sharp. Mm -hmm. Julio, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's doing the things. This looks great. You're getting at Verlander, and I am not able to watch the game. And the only time I got to watch the game was the ninth inning. (laughs) Uh I need you to never watch another Mariner game. Yeah. Ever. Never. No more playoff (laughs) baseball for you. 
I, I was actually substitute teaching, uh-huh. and so uh, I gave the students a study hall mm-hmm. so that I could hide in the back of the room and watch on my phone. I had kids come up to me and be like, hey, can you help me with my math homework? And I said, no, no. I'm watching Mariner yeah, baseball no, right now. No, the only math we're doing is one plus one equals two for runs that the Mariners are yes, scoring. Yes, yes, or a five, four, five plus four plus three equals two outs. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I got a, I got a buddy who is also a teacher, and uh, he's from Tampa, so he's a big Rays guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And he was telling me he was kind of kind of do the same thing. He was, you know, they they had like <laughs> a, a, it wasn't, it was an already planned day, so yes. he didn't have to cheat or anything. Mm-hmm. But he's got like a projector set up, and he's got a laptop that he can tell the projector what to project, but he can also like turn walk, it off, look at things that they can't see while the projector's on. Gotcha. So the game on. But it, 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 it blows my mind because I'll never forget this. I was a sophomore mm-hmm. in high school and I don't even care. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a fat shout out. I went to Hudson's Bay high school. I'm in sophomore, uh, Washington state history. Cause oh, I grew up geez. in Vancouver. So yeah, I'm in Washington state history. Yeah. And I actually know a lot about Washington state history. I'm a big, like Washington guy. Like that's where I'm from. I gotcha. went to Wazoo. I was born in Spokane, grew up in Vancouver, went to Wazoo, lived in Seattle. You've been everywhere. I love the You've state. You've been around the <clears throat> entire part of the state. I think the You're state fine. is the greatest state yeah. of all 50, including Puerto Rico, although I've never been to Puerto Rico. And uh, I, I remember going to to Coach Brown, Chris Brown, who was my teacher at the time, who now I believe is an admin. Wait, hold on. Chris Brown? Chris Brown. That's sick. Is he you a really know? good singer? Uh, that I don't know, but he's like my height. Oh, <laughs> I don't know him. He's there's one of my favorite singers. Oh, the Chris guy who Brown. beats Rihanna. Well, no, that no. guy was not my tenth okay. grade teacher. <laughs> just making sure it's just a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and and he was a baseball coach. I think now he's an admin uh, over. He might not be in Vancouver, but he's a Southwest Washington guy. <clears throat> and he was my teacher. And and I remember going like like Brown, like we gonna watch the tournament or what? Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch the tournament. <laughs> so it's in March. So it's in March, and he, he throws the tournament on, and we're kind of watching. Yeah. It. And I remember there were there were students who were good students and friends of mine that I grew up with and to this day still know and consider great people. And they're like, uh, Mr. Brown, do we do we really have to watch this? Like, I'm trying to study. Oh, and he would just look at them and he losers. was like, excuse me, I'm going to need you to calm down. Otherwise, you're going to have to go to detention. Yeah, those and are losers. We're just going to send you to the back and don't worry about us. 100%. Those and, are losers. So I miss the days when it was okay. You know, and I'm uh, you were three in 2001. Three or four. I was 16. Oh, jeez. So, uh, yeah, I've got a little years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got me by just a a few. Things have changed drastically, but I miss the days when it was okay to have a study day because I needed to watch a baseball game or a college basketball game. Well, here's the thing. It still is okay, but it's only a few teachers who will do it. When it comes to, like, college basketball, March Madness – you knew what teachers had just given in, and they're like, whatever, I got two more years, because they're the ones who would let us pull out our phones and just watch. All the other teachers... Oh, we didn't have phones in high school. <laughs> well, I had phones Not in high school. Not screens in high school. Like, yeah. People had phones, but we didn't have screens. Well, uh, you know, it was only 10 years ago for me. So, when I was in middle so I school, I wanted a pager. Oh. Let's put it that way. I don't I only know what that is because of the wire. So there you go. <laughs> that That's my uh, area of expertise on pagers, but... You knew the teachers who had given up because they would be the ones or they were the big sports fans because as soon as you came in, they were like, hey, I'm going to give you your study day or we're going to have like quiz retake day today. Yeah, yeah. So that way I can watch the game. And if you want to watch the game as well, you can. I had I remember one of our teachers, shout out uh, Miss Tuga. She always had it up. She had one game up on the screen and then she would try to teach 
But it was one of those things where it's like, Miss Tuga, we know you love basketball. Yeah. We all love March Madness basketball, uh-huh. too. No one's listening. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I know, but I have to get through the spiel, do the study day, here's your study guide, and then everyone just watched college basketball and yelled. Well, I'm sure this would shock you because I am such a physical specimen, uh, but I was oh, not a, a high-level athlete in high school. <laughs> However, I was a sports guy, and um, I always went to games, and all my friends played it, played sports and stuff. So I made sure I had at least one coach as a teacher. Oh, you have to. That was always my thing. You have to. So I never got bonus because I was like the starting shortstop or the point guard or, you know, a DB or something like that. But... They knew I love sports, so they were kind of. I was like uh, grandfathered in. They're like, and Patrick, you come too. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, we got yeah, the other three star. And Patrick, you come too. Yeah, yeah. I was in student government, so I was like the advocate for athletes. Oh, there you. Go. That's the best position. That guy got school. busted for drinking at a dance, and I'm like, yeah, but like, sports is his rehabilitation. Like, yes. he's got to be able to play sports. He needs to be able to play to learn not to do these things with good good friends yes. and peers around him, plus great leaders as coaches. He needs the discipline that only sports can give him. He should sit out of math. He should be able to play in the football game on Friday. I know it's the third time he's come to school drunk, but I promise he's not going to do it again. <laughs> you know what they say. Three strikes and you're out. He's not going to do this He's anymore. not going to do it again. He's out of coming to school drunk. He's out it will it. never happen again. Oakley Doakley, well, we do got a baseball show for you tonight. Kenley Jansen is on the mound. We sit Braves up 3-0 on the Phillies. Uh, in the top of the ninth, and there's so much to get into. There's wild card drama that I want to touch on, but I also want to look at the series that we got going on right now. Fair foul will hit us at the bottom of the eight o'clock hour, uh, and you can find us on social media. I'm on Instagram at pdd 85 You can find our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher the Third, on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Fish Three. That's F I S. C.H. Will, you are on socials at? Yes, I'm at just Will Ortner on Twitter. It'll say Will Ortner MD on there. Don't look into it too deep. I'm not a medical doctor. <laughs> that means something else. And then Instagram is just Will Ortner, man. Oh, I love it. I'm I easy. It. I love it. Uh, 503-250-1080 is the text line. That'll let you interact with us throughout the entire show. As far as beers on us goes, um, I'm working on it. It's a little hard. I just started a new job, so I'm trying to figure that out uh, i don't have anything for you guys tomorrow but uh but stay with me and i will get to that uh as soon as i can i promise it's it's in the forefront of my mind all right when we get when we come back the most amazing thing i have seen in a very long time coupled by the most predictable thing i have seen in a very very long time that's a lot next stay here right here hot corner 1080 the fan Seven sixteen here, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. We are live from the shadows of the historical Fremont Bridge down here in the Slabtown area. Will Ordner joining me. We got a lot to get to today. Uh, All right, got a follower. You got you got a new follower. I got a follower. Hey, look at that, buddy. I'm excited. I'm growing the brand. Look at that, buddy. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Well, there's a lot to get to. Um, it's almost th- th- these are the struggles of doing a weekly show. Uh, Joe, you understand this on Sunday. I'm sure Will and Luke understand this on Saturday. 
Uh, Nemec gets a free pass on Thursday, and the roundtable boys are just reacting and looking ahead, so they get a luck, which is you. Mm-hmm. You are on the Monday roundtable show. Yes, sir. Which, if you're a Ducks fan, uh, I, I am absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> I, I am born and raised Wazoo. Uh, I went there. I have a degree there. I taught there. Uh, I hate the Ducks, but we are t- we are home of the Ducks here at 1080. That Monday roundtable show is fantastic, and you get Anthony Newman Q, who is one of the most wonderful human beings you'll ever meet, Ryan Buckley and yourself. Uh, but the challenge of this show is last week on Wednesday was the last day of the season. Mm-hmm. So all these wild card series are over before we even come back, and here we are in game two of the National League in the, in the, in the division series. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of tough to <clears throat> spend – you don't want to spend too much time looking back at it. You want to look more in the present and kind of look ahead to the next few days. But, boy, let me tell you this. I thought the wild card series for all four matchups was absolutely fascinating. Uh, you, you got the Mets, who mm-hmm. seem to crumble. Implode, uh, choke. You've got two of the best pitchers in baseball that can't get an out. Not um, at all. The only, I mean, DeGrom looked kind of okay. Yeah. But Scherzer? What Scherzer the Scherzer was rough. Uh, and then you, you flip over. I thought the Phillies might have been the weakest team in all the playoffs. I wasn't really high on Tampa, but I thought the Phillies were kind of weak. I liked the momentum that St. Louis had. Plus, you got mm. the old guys retiring. Goldschmidt's going to win an MVP. Arenado's Arenado. And that is flipped. <clears throat> I think a lot of people would have taken Toronto over, over Seattle. I would have, I think honestly. a lot of people were going to take Tampa over Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And here we go, and we sit here. Looking back at it, Will, of those four matchups, Okay, I'm going to take the Mariners out for a second. That's fair. I was going to say, that's right where I was going to go. Because game two is is one for the ages. Yes. That that game two, that wild card, is one for the ages, and we'll get to that in about ten minutes. But of those other three matchups, was there any of those that really stuck out to you like, whoa, I can't stop watching this? Well, some of it is kind of due to I was helping out with Danny and Dusty, so I got to see Danny's life literally crumble before his very eyes. I did see that in all, that on ninth the inning. Yeah, I got to hear it, and then you know I offered him CPR or whatever he needed for help. It didn't end up uh, helping his team out at all. So I'm gonna say the Phillies and St. Louis because I, I was the same as you. It felt a little bit of team of destiny because mm-hmm. you've got Yachty who's ending his career. You've got Pujols who's ending his career. Who's the who's the second hottest player in baseball behind some guy named Aaron. Yes, yeah, somehow out of nowhere <laughs> at the age of 42, he's hot again. <laughs> One of the best hitters ever at 42 because that's how the world works. So for me, I kind of got a little bit of that like Ray Lewis in his last year with the Ravens mm. where, okay, for some reason, they're going to get to at worst like NLCS. I... It's just how, like, the Hollywood script works in my brain. That's what I'm thinking. On the National League side, I was rooting for St. Louis. Exactly. And then to just see it implode in the ninth inning, and that was what, to me, it felt like they came out game two flat because you basically had that game Mm -hmm. won. Right. You had what? I think he had one out in the ninth, Mm -hmm. and then the Phillies come back. And I mean, Gene Segura is the worst clutch player of all time, (laughs) and he somehow finds a way to get a base hit. Are you kidding me? And then you've got Marsh and Schwarber who go back-to-back for Knox. You're in that, what, you were up 3-0 going into that inning, and the next thing you look, it's 6-3. And Philly looked dead in the water going into that inning. Dead. Dead. And the person who, in my head, it's like, okay, the only chance they have is if they can get Harper up somehow. He didn't even do anything. Didn't even do anything. 
So that one stood out to me, and it was fun to watch Danny have a little <clears throat> bit of misery. Unfortunately, karma's now coming back my way. You, ne- you, never, you never want your friends to be upset, but you're going to watch. Oh, 100%. Well, you want... It's like the car crash. You don't want someone to die, but you're like, oh, what's going on oh, over there? Exa- for me, it's... And maybe because I'm still in that college mindset, like... I want them to be in pain, but not like life-threatening pain. <laughs> Just like a little bit of heartache, and then you end up watching the whole thing, and it's it's fantastic. Um, so that that was where I was kind of trained. Mm-hmm. It was it was <clears throat> Phillies and St. Louis. Well, I'm a former Cleveland guy, and mm-hmm. so I can't help but keep tabs on that ex-girlfriend. You know, every once in a while. She's looking pretty good you every right once now. in a while check her Instagram account. She's with a boyfriend. You're like, oh, that's gross. But she's, then she's, oh, she's single. Oh, she's, she's single. Oh, yeah. She's kind of advancing. Oh, she look good oh. right now. Who got a new haircut. Started squatting. <laughs> and so and so, I was really intrigued by the Cleveland Tampa. And, and it's funny because I think, I think a lot of people have that rated so low on their list. I mean, it was the 9 o'clock game each day. I mean, sure, one's on a weekend, so that helps. But it's not sexy baseball. But for those diehard baseball people like me, mm-hmm. you know, I, my, my buddy who's from Tampa, he's a big Rays guy. We talked about it in the before the series, and it's like you're looking at 2-1, 1-0, maybe 3-2 ball game. But for the diehards, I'm looking at pitching. And mm-hmm. game one of that Cleveland-Tampa series was absolutely fantastic. Bieber versus McClanahan, mm-hmm. a Cy Young winner versus potentially a future Cy Young. I love that. The game was over in two hours and 17 minutes. Yeah, they motored like, through those That's games. like going to see a soccer game. And <laughs> I love going to see soccer games because it's you get in 15 minutes early, you get a beer, 45 minutes, halftime, you get a beer, take a piss, 45 minutes, you're out of there. You that is my kind of thing. Do. It's not like a college football game yeah. where you're there in Tuscaloosa for four and a half hours well, that's just pre-game. in the game. That's pre yeah, yeah, you got three hours before, three hours after. So I, I, I'm in love with that. And then I obviously couldn't stop watching the Mets melt down. But before you came around, mm-hmm. uh, when, we, when we had Voldemort on the show, when he, when he who will not be named was here <laughs> with me, I asked the question all season, I don't know why the Mets are good. And I was slowly throughout the year being told this is why they're good. They're well-managed. Their pitching staff's getting healthy. Mm-hmm. Edwin Diaz doesn't look like a bum. And they have timely hitting. And I'm still sitting there going, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm down on the Padres. And they are ten times the team the Mets are. Yes. And that is just fascinating because everybody loves to see a giant market meltdown. Well, and and the other thing, too, is I follow Frank the Tank on Twitter. And if you don't and you want to see pain of a fan, totally worth it. Whenever Mets, like, big games roll around, I I hit the notifications on his tweets because he just goes absolutely nuts. But – I actually was – I bought into the hype. Mm. I, I didn't understand. It's like you're a 101-win team. You have to be good. Should be good. Edwin Diaz. I loved Edwin Diaz when he was in Seattle. He's got the cool Narcos music. Oh, I totally bought in. What was it, Timmy Trumpet? He's yep. at games. Yep. I, I'm bought in. You've got Scherzer and DeGrom in DeGrom, a three-game series. DeGrom's my favorite pitcher in baseball, mm-hmm. and Frankie Lindor is my favorite player in baseball. Exactly. Not, not named Mike Trout. Exactly. Um, and so, like, I- I'm there. Why aren't you good? Pete Alonzo's hitting the crap the out of the ball, bear? man. Polar bear's my favorite animal. Exactly. And you're pitching. It's a three-game series, and you have maybe two of the best pitchers in the MLB right mm-hmm. now. Or at least with Scherzer, it's like, hey, that dude was fantastic in the playoffs his entire career. All you got to do is go out and have them pitch lights out, and that's all they've ever done their entire career. And then Scherzer didn't. You get to look at a guy and say, hey, don't mess this up. 
You and don't have to pitch brilliant. Up. Just don't mess it up. And they messed it up. It's incredible. It, it, it's, it's such an interesting thing. Uh, how, how are your feelings? Do you think, so none of these wild card games, I got to double check my memory. None of these wild card games went three games. Just one. Mets, Mets, Padres. Mets, Padres did go. Because, because did go DeGrom, DeGrom did enough, and they hit, and then Sunday, the Mets got one hit, right. which is incredible. How right. do you get one hit? Lay down a bunt. Right. Something. You've, you won, 100 games. Something You've won 100 games. How, you, were in, you were in first place all year. Yes. Um, do you like this new layout, this new format? Yes, because it got my team in. <laughs> yes, 100%. Because Your team would have gotten in had this format not been around. And it's also that's, my team. That's, that's our team. Our team. Our team. We can share in this. We together. are sharing. So yes, I, I do like it. Um, it baseball is still weird to me that it's still the three five then seven. Three five seven. That, you, that you is, like the it, NBA seven seven seven? No, because everyone in the NBA gets in. That's a little bit too much. But I I, seven, I think seven, it seven. should. I think it should be all the same. I don't like that it's three five seven. Have it all be seven, have it all be five, or have it all be three. There's a part of me that even says it should just be three because that's how you play in the season, right? Right. Usually, sometimes you have four game sets, but most of the time you have three exactly. game sets. And think about how interesting it would be. Like, game one would matter so much more. It's everything. It's everything. So you got to empty the bullpen if your starting pitcher is And every there. team that won game one won their series. Exactly. So I think to add the drama, you should take away some games. And and I know that sounds weird. And I and I know. Sure? Are you, are you one of those guys that says baseball plays too many games? I, I think they all play too many games. Oh, okay. So like NBA, make it sixty-two. Oh my god, eighty-two games. Is it's it's too much. Absolutely. NHL brutal. and NBA should go down to sixty-two. And I think football go fourteen. Go just like college. Ooh. Think about it because it may it means every game means more. And owners always are like, oh no, we're gonna lose out on money. For me, it's like you just jack up the prices. You'll be you'll be fine. Your right? TV deal should accommodate that because exactly. it's less. Exactly. So it's I mean, but even right now, you know, and I know we're going to get into my my our Mariners, our, our Mariners. Mariners. I'm sorry, I would like to share this with you, our Mariners. But if this was the wild card series, I'd feel a lot worse. And I don't feel really good right now. Mm-hmm. And it's a five game series, so imagine what I'd feel like in three. So that's kind of my my area. And I know baseball purists are like. Too many teams get in. There should only be four. But but I think just shorten it. Shorten it to three games and then let them battle it out. Everything means way more. So I I, I don't know if you know this about me, but if you've been listening to this show for a long time, you know this about me. I am a massive baseball historian. Did you know for the longest time only two teams made the playoffs and that was the World Series? Well, was that back when like eight teams were? No, this is like back in the 50s. No way. Yeah, dude. Okay, so yeah. that that blows my it was, mind. It was just whoever had the best record in the American League and the best record in the National League, they played the World Series. Well, that's why it's, hey, you got to win the pennant. That's it, why the pennant was so big. Yeah. This is making so much more sense to me now. Yeah. I should know more about baseball. There's just so much. Ken Burns, dude. Baseball yeah, is one of those things where it's, it's <laughs> like so. Like shook off one of the best documentaries ever. Yeah, no, I know. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but baseball is one of those things where it's so stat-based. It's so numbers-based. And uh, I'm a feels guy. I know. We're I'm old a feel, people. Uh, I'm a we're feels guy. We're super old people. I'm a feels guy. So I, I need more feelings. Like It feels like it's been this way forever. So in my head, it has been. Well, speaking of feelings, there's a lot of emotions going around if you're a Mariner fan. Um, there's a 48-hour period that gets you to your highest highs and your lowest lows, and there's still so much to come, yet the sky is falling or everything's going to be okay. depends on where you live. So this, uh, I want to get to that next. I want to get into the Mariners. I want to start a little bit with the wild card highs and the game one lows and see 
where we go from there. We'll do that next. Will Ordner sitting in. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. But first, my man Joe with sports. What kind of weird things will put his mouth? The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Oh, God. Uh, it's 7.35 here, Portland Sports Leader. This is the Hot Corner. We do this every single Wednesday. Usually during duck season, it's between 8 and 10, but they're on a bye this week. Uh, so we are 7 to 9. So if you're looking for the Coach's Show, I apologize. That'll be back <laughs> next week at 7. People clamoring for the Coach's Show. clamoring for the Coach's Show. Uh, on a bye week, too. On a bye week. And who they got next week? UCLA? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, off the big. Uh, who's UCLA got this week? Bye week. Oh, they're on a bye, both too. On, they're both on byes. Ooh. It's going to get the college game day treatment. Ooh, the college game day might come out? That's kind of what That's it's looking like. The rumors? That, that or the big nooner. Big oh, noon. Co- are you sure Michigan's probably playing? Playing. So Throw it'll be the big up noon. in my mouth. Absolutely do. <laughs> I saw. Not. I saw a commercial for Big Noon cook- kickoff because I was watching baseball and it was like Big Noon kickoff on this Saturday and I was like, Don't say Michigan. Don't say Michigan. And they were like Michigan and I was like, You guys, <laughs> you guys, come on. I think they're, they're playing Penn State though, right? They are, but so it's that like, makes. Sense. But the week before was Michigan Indiana. The week. Well, before that doesn't was, make sense. The week before was Michigan Iowa. That also doesn't. And I make believe sense. the week before was Michigan somebody else. Why, well, maybe they have a deal with Michigan. It's like part of their brand deal. They just want to see Harbaugh meltdown. Oh, that's I, that's what I want. Uh, well, coming up in the second hour, uh, we'll get into a lot of these other races um, that I, I, I find these matchups, a lot of them after watching game one and getting into game two of the uh, NL side. Uh, the, the, this is some really fascinating baseball. But what I want to get to first is I want to start with, um, Will, where were you on Saturday uh, for the Mariner Toronto game two wild card. So I I think Mariner fans are going to want to take away my Mariner fanship, but they won the first game and I wasn't really able to watch because I was in here helping out with Danny and Dusty. Mm. And on Saturday, because it, uh, the duck game was so late, I had a chance to go and watch the cousins play their sports. Oh, it's, okay. Exa- and they're little. So You're it's a like family guy. Exactly. It's an eight year old flag football. And then I'm watching two 10 year olds go out and kick the soccer ball around. I got to go out and do it. It's like my one chance to get out there. Plus it was the excuse to be like, Hey, if I'm not watching, maybe they'll win again. Right. Right. The superstition. And they were just <clears throat> getting absolutely throttled. So I was like, well, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to tune in. My dad's <clears throat> texting me updates. Cause he was like, I'm not missing this. I had to work on Friday. Yeah. I'm watching. And I made it back home after the last flag football game right as JP had his hit. So he had mm. just had the hit, okay. tied up the game at 9-9, nine to nine, and then I watched Frazier uh, end it in the ninth. So just enough. Just made it. So I, I, I am at home doing, doing a bunch of stuff, and I, we're in a good spot, and everybody's chilling, and I said, oh, I'm going to sneak out and have a beer. Mm. I got the game on. Mm-hmm. Cougs don't play till 4.30. I'm going to watch this Cougs-USC game because I think the Cougs have a real good chance. And so I snuck out. And I got to the bar with my boys Mm -hmm. and about the fifth inning. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting next to some friends who aren't big sports people, um, but they are from Newfoundland. 
Uh, oh. they're, they're Canadian. Oh, okay. And Canada always rallies around Toronto. You, well, they have to. Yeah, and so they're not, they, they don't know anything about sports. They don't care. They're wonderful people. Yes. And so I'm sitting there hanging out with them, and then all of a sudden, tick, 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 runs are scored, and I'm like, this game's getting a little serious, and so we watch the game. So people are talking about this game being one of the biggest games in the history of Mariner baseball. Do you agree on that? I think that's recency bias. Yeah. But I do think it's up there. Like I mean, number 95 is 95. 95 is 95. That's number one. And I mean, I wasn't even alive yet. Yeah. And I know that's number one. I remember watching that game live at 10 years old. So there you go. So it's that was a big deal. Like for my dad, that is a big deal. That is the one he hangs his hat on. It's a big on. reason why I watch baseball, and I wasn't a Mariner fan. I just watched that game, and I said, this game is cool. This is electric, <laughs> and I love that someone as slow as Edgar Martinez can be an all-time great, a right. Hall of Famer. Right. Right? Um, I think it's recency bias because I think it depends on how far do you go. Mm. And maybe this is me being like a young fan, and I remember when everyone was like, oh, the Seahawks, they made it to the Super Bowl. That's the biggest thing that they did. 2005. It, exactly, right? Like, I remember that. That's one of my first sports memories. Well, guess what? No one cares about 2005 because, because the you Steelers won a are Super Bowl. the Super Bowl champions. Exactly. You won a Super Bowl, right? I think there's a chi- I think the Cal Raleigh home run is going to be more revered than I think them coming back against Toronto unless they go on a run here and make it to like an ALCS or even like a, a World Series. Because Cal Raleigh, when he hit that home run, you you had officially clinched. It was it changed over. Changed the game. Exactly. You are officially in. I think this is more of like the icing on the cake where Cal Raleigh has officially oh. built you your cake. If that oh, makes sense. It makes total sense. And I like the way you put that because I, ha- I hadn't thought about it. I just thought, mm-hmm. like, from a whole sample size. Like, right. You know, like mm-hmm. watching the comeback and the buildup. And then all of a sudden you win and it clinches and you advance. But you might be right. It might be Edgar 1, Cal Raleigh 2, and then Toronto 3? Maybe. Or or if you want to just put the 2001 season in its entirety Sure, in sure. There. You finish. It's 116. Ha-ha. Parade. Blah, exactly. blah, blah. Exactly. I, I Felix's just, perfect game has got to be somewhere in that conversation. Oh, 100%. Or like Ichiro beating George Sizzler's record. Sure. That's going to be in there. Um, Griffey being uh, put into the Hall of Fame. Griffey. Right. Well, just, just Griffey's career. Just Griffey being Griffey. Right. I just think when when you think about Mariners baseball and you think about the end of this season, once it's done, let's look ahead five years. I think Cal Raleigh gets played over and over and over again. And and yeah, people are going to mention the Toronto stuff, but if you get swept by Houston, who really cares? Mm. Like, yeah, it's cool. You want a series, but guess what? Every time you've had a chance to clinch a series, you're four and zero. Like, no one talks about like, oh, hey, in two thousand one, you won the DS and then you lost in the pennant. Right. No one talks about uh, like after 95, you lost to New York. If I'm no, sorry, you beat New York. You lost to Cleveland. You lost to Cleveland. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. There you go. So to me, I think Cal Raleigh, it's in T-Mobile Park. It was a sellout crowd. Everyone's freaking out. John Sucanic called it clinchmas. He cried. He literally cl- cried <laughs> and put it on, on Twitter. Yeah. People bawled their eyes out. No one bawled their eyes out when you beat Toronto. It was cool. You it had was excitement. Exciting. Yes. Yeah. People at the Toyota dealership, they're dancing, right, freaking right. out, having a grand old time. But if you don't win or go deep in these playoffs, I just really don't think it's that big of a deal. It's like, cool, we won. But 
nothing else happened. And it was, I think 95 is bigger because it was in the kingdom. Sure. It's in Seattle. It was cool that you beat Toronto in Toronto, but the five Mariner fans who were there, yeah, they're the only ones who have the cool in-person story. And 95 is the first big memory you've ever had. First for them, for not, them. Yeah, 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 no, 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 not you, not, but for not, them. not for me. My first for big team. memory is is Sizzler. Beating, yeah, Ichiro beating Sizzler. So I, I really do think it's more of a recency bias, and maybe that's because I've been hurt by what just <laughs> happened uh, yesterday. Yeah. So uh, the shines wore off it a little bit, but I really do think it's Cal Raleigh. It's Big Dumper putting it off the hit it here cafe. The entire place going absolutely bonkers. That that to me is a bigger deal. Moral of the story of this is I need to hang out more with young sports fans. I'm getting, I'm getting too old and crotchety. We just have weird – my brain works in weird ways. You're making a lot of ways. sense, my friend. You're making a lot of sense, and I usually am the guy with a shotgun saying, get off my lawn. <laughs> if I'm making sense, we, it might be a problem. <laughs> so on Saturday, you're on the highest of highs, and you get a few days off, and it's time for the American League Division Series against your heated rivals. And if you've – even if you've been under a rock, you know what went down, and I want to discuss – that situation next. This is the Hot Corner. Will Ordner in the house on 1080 The Fan. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Loaded second hour coming up. You don't want to miss that uh, as we will take a look around uh, the rest of baseball. Padres up 4-3 on the Dodgers. It is the sixth inning. Of course, there's this giant pole in Ryan Cooley's office that the door frame is in, and I can see the score, but I can't tell you what inning it is or who's on base. It makes me feel like I'm at the game, though. I got you, Patrick. Yeah? Bottom of the six, zero outs, snowman on, one-two count. Well, I also just moved my head to the left and saw it, but my microphone's uh, not in. Well, not you in. shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm at the game. Like, wow. I've got the foul pole right wow. in front of me. I'm being coddled here. I'm being coddled here. It's <laughs> nice. So I don't want to spend too much time on the Mariners. So in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll look around at the other things. I got. I think Cleveland, New York is fasc- absolutely fascinating to me. And Atlanta, Philly has proved better than I originally anticipated. But I want to continue on this Mariners thing. As we saw the highest of high... Uh, and then yesterday, you see the lowest of low, and we'll just get into it. Uh, I think what's really impressive by the Mariners is the Astros are better, and yes. they have been all season, mm-hmm. and they threw their ace. The American League Cy Young winner will be Justin Verlander, who at 38, however old he is, is that's normal. got some Tom Brady action in him, and I uh, professionally hate Justin Verlander. That's what Marion Kate Upton does for you. Yeah. The fountain of youth, if you will. He, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and you got to him. You, you got did. to him earlier. You did. And you did it by your plan. You got to get Julio on, you got to move him over, and someone's got to knock him in, mm-hmm. and then pray for the rest. Julio had a great beginning of the game. Ty France was solid. The bottom of the lineup looked really good. Exactly. And and then we'll, we'll, we'll just jump forward to the end. Paul Seawald comes in. He did struggle against Toronto. I, I think we should start with Munoz. He has been your lights-out setup man. And, and he's, he he's, gave the, up, he's the flamethrower. And he gave up a two-run bomb. And I remember because I, I had to go to volleyball practice. And so at volleyball practice, I had it in my ear while I was like kind of half watching, half watching my volleyball girls. And I remember as soon as he gave that up, it started to creep in where it's like, uh, oh, uh, no, because <clears throat> it, this isn't Diego Castillo. Right. This isn't, and Seawald, he's been kind of struggling the last month or so he too. Has. So when they hit a bomb off Munoz, 
it was kind of the beginning of the Jaws shark where Dunnan. He was your rock solid. Exactly. And so then he gives that up, and Seawald comes in, and he's put two guys on, and he's got to get pulled, I guess. Yes. Now you got Boyd on the bench. I think you got other options. Swanson. Swanson on the bench. And Scott Service, who we were very critical of at the All-Star break. When 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 Mike and John and I were here at the All-Star break, we thought we thought Service was going to get fired. And he has leaps and bounds proved himself to be the manager of the Mariners. He he had the hottest of hot seats yes. in middle of June. And his players love him, and he seems to have support from DePoto, and that's all that matters. But he does dumb things. Bringing in Robbie Ray, to me, I remember talking to my buddy, my buddy Todd, who's a big Mariner fan as well. He hated that Robbie Ray was going to start game two. He wanted Logan Gilbert in game two to close it out. Mm -hmm. And when Robbie Ray got hit, he was like, this is what I'm saying. We're going to have to throw Gilbert in in game three. And if we win, we're going to be at the back end of the rotation going to the Astros. And we're not setting ourselves up. You end up winning that game. In comes Robbie Ray. And that, for me, was when I went, this is a bad idea. Can you in any way, shape, or form justify Robbie Ray being in that game? No. But here's where I'm dumb. I didn't think it was a bad idea because at the time – Paul Seawald had struggled, and he struggled. struggled all month, basically. Beginning of September through. He had been nails until September. Struggled. And here's where my dumb brain works, because it's it's Hollywood. And I have that Hollywood, I'm a feels guy. And so when Robbie Ray came in, in my head, I went, yes. It's their best guy versus the guy you went out and signed. You got a, You gave up a ton of money for this dude. Your big free agent acquisition. He's, he's a Cy Young winner, and he's notorious for, at the beginning of the year he struggled, but recently he had been good, and then it was like the third start he struggled. And then he'd be good for three, and then he'd struggle in the fourth. And so it's like he got his struggles out. This is your big guy. You just need one. All he's got to do is get a ground ball. You should be fine. And second pitch, just I mean, it's fastball, fastball, and it's one of those fastballs. I always, this is what I will always remember Albert Pujols for. Albert Pujols killed Brad Lidge. Mm-hmm. 2005, going on their way to the World Series, Brad Lidge threw a ball, and I watched Pujols breathe, and it went, uh oh. And that's how I felt about Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. Robbie Ray let that pitch go, and I saw him just breathe, and I went, this is not good. This is bad. So that's what goes down. And say what you want about Ray being in the game. I think Service was being aggressive. He knew Robbie Ray wasn't going to throw game two. No, that, he, he, that, that was, was going to be deci- Castillo. That was decided. He, and when I saw that, I went, wow, he's not going to pitch game three. Because game four is not until Sunday. No. So, well, I, and I don't think you go back to him, personally. So, so you have time. He can come in and pitch. So I, I get that. But you lose that game, the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. How does this team respond tomorrow? Well, hopefully you listen to Jared Kelnick, right? Like, he came in today. He had his, his presser. He got asked that. And he Bryce goes, Harper light. He goes, yeah, exactly. Walmart Bryce Harper said, we're not tripping, bro. So I hope that's what, what they're doing. I hope yeah. they're not tripping. Because you saw this in the wild card series when we talked about it with St. Louis. They had the highest of highs. They had that game won. They were the winners. They won tape to tape. And they found a way to blow it. And they came out the next game flat, and there was nothing there. You're going to figure out immediately if the Mariners have a chance to sneak this series out. 
by how they come out tomorrow. By inning five, you will know if this series is DOA or if they have a chance to maybe get into game four or game five because it's all about how can Castillo pitch and then can they get the offense again because you had the offense from the top of the lineup and the bottom of the lineup, and that's what you're going to have to do to this Houston Astros team. When they have won games, which wasn't very many during the regular season, it was the fact that they had hitting throughout the entire lineup. You're not going to beat this Astros team 3-2. to two. You're not going to beat them 4-3. to three. You're going to have to put up a ton of runs to have a chance. And it, it, it really worries me because the Mariners' bats, we know, are super mm-hmm. streaky. It's light. Exactly. It's light. I, I, think, I think if Luis Castillo isn't throwing tomorrow, I think you're really worried. You're really in trouble. I, I think you're really worried. You might not be in trouble, but you're worried. I think Castillo has built you, especially the way he pitched against Toronto in game one. He was absolutely phenomenal. The trust like, is there. Exactly why you traded those kids for him mm-hmm. and you signed him for a deal. If you don't have Castillo throwing tomorrow, I think you're worried. You do have Castillo throwing tomorrow, so you feel house money. I'm going to bet on myself. Got a chance. However, the Astros are going to throw Framber Valdez, who I think is a better pitcher right now than Justin Verlander. Yeah, well, and Verlander has struggled in mm-hmm. the playoffs. The problem, He's got a little Kershaw in him. Exactly. And the problem is, is that you needed to win. You have to win one on the road. You to have win to. this series, you have to win one on the road. And it was and, right there. And you can't give it up. Because I don't think Houston's going to give you another opportunity like that, especially when it's not your ace throwing. Yeah. Logan Gilbert is a fantastic pitcher. He is the future ace of the Mariners. He will be, In yes. my opinion, he is the future ace. But he's not there yet. No. So for him to go out and give you that performance, and you got to Verlander, and then you dribble it and down you your leg, it, it's tough. Now, if you can go out there, and if Castillo can get you this one, that's fantastic. But again, he does. he's not going to pitch game three. He's not right. going to pitch game four. Right. Right. So that that's where I'm worried. It's it's going to be about the bats, though. If by the fifth inning you have a couple runs, you're either in the lead, tied, maybe a run down to Houston, I think then you, you can start believing. That's when I'll start believing again, I guess I should say, is fifth inning, if it's within one run either way, all right, I have some belief. Soto Mojo, baby. Let's go. I got two things, and then we'll get out of here on this. I already forgot what the first thing was. Um. CTE. CTE, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of knocks in the head, but all, all, that, all that football I played. <laughs> how, how do you see this game going to – oh, oh, oh. Now I know what I was going to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I, hate, I hate asking this question because it's not an elimination game. Is tomorrow a must-win game for the yes. Mariners? It, it, it's weird because I know that's way overdone. Right. It, it's must-win. I know. You, I hate that question. Exactly. It, the question it, – it stinks, but it's only it's must true. win when you're going home tomorrow. Exactly, yeah. and and the, but the thing about it, I, I do. Th- it's a it's a gotta win. There we go. It's it's a, it's a it's gotta, gotta win. win because you don't want to go back to T-Mobile down 2-0. Right. because then you have no wiggle room. If you can, George Kirby's going to throw game three. Yes, and I feel oh I feel better about that than Robbie Ray right now. I do too. But at the same time, he's young. He's had. So you, you throw know, Kirby game three and you win because the atmosphere at T Mobile is crazy, and then you throw Robbie Ray game four. You don't feel good about that. No, not at I That's an elimination to game. Be, to be honest, I don't feel good about Robbie Ray in at all. I think you go right back to Gilbert. Yeah. I think you have your three. It's Gilbert, Castillo. Schedule is going to help you out. It, this well, day off today is huge. There's the, they have a day off basically every day until you get to game four or five, right? So 
So that that is huge. But at, at the same time, I think right now, like you, you need to take this one. You don't want to have to win three in a row against this Houston team because you haven't proven that you can do it, and you haven't proven that you can do it for like what four or five years in a row. That is what worries me, especially with the fact that they hit all the time. Their pitching doesn't have to be lights out. Your pitching kind of does. I know this is difficult, but I'll get you out on this. Try and take your Mariner hat off. Do the Mariners win tomorrow? I think if you can get seven innings and he gives up three, I think you have a chance. If that's not what comes out of uh, Castillo, I think you're in trouble and you're going to T-Mobile down 2-0. So what do you think? think you're probably going down too well. I think so, too. I, I, I think Castillo will pitch really well tomorrow, but I think Valdez will pitch us ab- absolutely phenomenal. I, I'm obsessed with Valdez, and I'm very pissed off that the Houston Astros have Framber Valdez. All right, when we come back, a loaded second hour. I want to look around at some other things as Dodgers and Padres. This game, too, is getting real sexy right now, and uh, Atlanta and Philly is way different than I expected, plus fair or foul. There's a lot to get to. This is the hot corner on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan.